Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cow Daily. Um, your a daily look at the dystopia, but over Christmas, your periodic look at the dystopia. Um, I welcome. Nice to see you. Really happy to get one off today. I didn't do one yesterday because um, I was really, really exhausted and I felt like I just needed to lay about. And that's exactly what I did. And uh, I had a decent kip last night and I'm on the mend, thankfully. Um, if you could let us know how my throat sounds, um, Joanne, if you're there or anybody else. <laughs> Um, that would be really good. Um, but yeah, anyway, today I just wanted to do like a couple of little bits and bobs, but before we do in the time on a tradition, if you'd like to support our work, go to patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. It's patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. Also links in the description if you want to make a one-off contribution to our work via PayPal. That would be very much appreciated. Um, also, if you're watching this anywhere else other than on YouTube, that's youtube.com forward slash cow daily um, it would help us monetize the channel and um, we're well on the march to doing that so if you could watch it there that would be very much appreciated good peoples anyway right what we want to talk about the king the fact that we're talking about the king in 2022 is mad in and of itself but here we are this from the telegraph king charles Backs pomp and pageantry rather than could price coronation, say reports. Of course he does, says everybody else. The king, along with politicians, are believed to support a glorious coronation with pomp and pageantry to promote the country rather than a cut price event, it is reported. Entirely unsurprising. Um, entirely unsurprising if anybody knows the man himself. Not that I know him, but we're, you know, we're beyond all of the, the brown nosing, shall we say, um, there is a man underneath the office of king, if it is indeed an office. What is it? It's it's by God. He's better than us, according to God, right? And at Christmas, that's treble important, and you can't say a word against him. So anyway, um, this is from Netpol Campaigns um, from earlier today, and this is um, a tweet from Simon Hill, at, at Simon Hill. Um, Simon was a protester um, when... Well, I'll read this. Yesterday, I was charged with breach of the Public Order Act for my objection in Oxford in September to the proclamation of Charles Windsor as king. The police waited three months before charging him. I've been caught on the 31st of January to plead not guilty, defend, dissent, hashtag not my king. It's something to be aware of, the hashtag, because um, it's bubbling up. I think what's been happening is, is people um, like Republic and others, they're when the Queen died, they really held off on a lot of this stuff. But now, why should they be holding off on any of this stuff at all? Um, so, I mean, if it was up to me, I would have been holding off during the time. But, you know, that's just me. I'm a ghoul. Um, this is from Republic. Uh, they've quote tweeted Simon and put, Dear Met Police UK, we will be protesting at the coronation and at Buckingham Palace in the lead up to it. We expect it to allow peaceful and meaningful protests to go ahead unhindered. Hashtag not my king, hashtag abolish the monarchy. Now, reason I wanted to sort of bring this up now, like as things develop, and I believe it's um, early May, the coronation. I might be wrong. I can look this up. Um, if anybody could tell us in the comments, it would be helpful. But anyway, in the build up to that, we're going to be seeing um, the fash machine, let's call it, like use the king as um, a touchstone and try and use this as some kind of um, another ability to sit on the left or any kind of dissent because it doesn't always come from the left there's right-wing libertarians who are anti-monarchists um, and that's where the similarity between us and them ends 
So it's just something to be aware of as we as we go forward into 2023. There's going to be a hell of a lot within this culture war thing surrounding it. Now, people within the culture war, like ghouls like Sargon and Akkad and others, went off on some mad um, Twitter thread the other day, um, almost co- well, not almost calling the king as some kind of like spiritual entity that can't be touched within England, whatever. Um, and I think it just speaks to that thing where people um, have their version of England, like we have our version or similar version. I have my version as an individual. I like the things that I like about England, um, people who I just referenced don't like, like multiculturalism, music, um, all of the beautiful things that come from that and how um, the UK as a country would be terrible, I feel, without immigration. Um, a lot of this stuff gets wrapped up within that, which is ironic considering like they're lionizing a family who are German and during the uh, First World War times changed their name from Saxe Coburg Gotha to Windsor, um, so because they wanted something to be they saw as quintessentially British. But at the time, um, the court language was actually German. They are a German family, so a lot of this stuff in terms of um holding them up as these like pillars of Englishness is just completely false. And it's more um, grist to the mill of how royalism and things of that nature is a cult. It has cult thinking that doesn't necessarily bear out in terms of um, reality. What else do we have? So uh, we'll not take that one. We'll take that one in a bit. Right, this one. Uh, campaign to abolish the monarchy says in the three months since the death of Elizabeth Windsor, the UK spent nearly 100 million pounds on the monarchy, including 12 million in private salary for Charles and William. This is a disgraceful waste of public resources. Um, I absolutely agree. And anybody who doesn't agree during these times, during cost of living and everything else that we're all experiencing in a very cold winter, can just get in the bin. I mean, that is in. A disgusting amount of money. Three months, a hundred million. Disgraceful at the best of times, I feel. In 2022, there should not be a monarchy. But God, right now, when people are suffering, these idiots are spending all of this money just as baseline on these people. And then you add the amount of money being poured at this coronation. It is an absolutely disgusting thing to be visiting upon the people. And there'll be people clapping along to this, like performing seals, watch. So here we go, just a bit of background as to the problem I've got. This is from the 20th of December. King Charles to pay for Prince Andrew's private security after refusing to to for Harry. Harry and Meghan were stripped of the right around the clock protection when they stepped back from royal duties in 2020, leading to two separate legal challenges. This is his son. Oh, well, I mean, that's a matter for debate, allegedly. But, you know, for all intents and purposes, this is the so-called spare of error and a spare. Not only are they not paying for um, security, they're, they're also paying it for Prince Andrew, uh, who's much reported as to what the problem is with him. This is the problem that I've, it's not just the, the sort of institution of the monarchy. It's the people who are holding those positions of power within it. Like I had problems with the queen and whatever, but she was this kind of like blank canvas for a lot of people. Nobody really knew what they were about. We certainly know what Charles is about, though. And this has just been one out of a few examples as to why I've got issue with this whole just sham 
thing that's held up as the thing that we should all be proud of. Proud of what? Throwing a massive party when people are starving and freezing in their homes. Are you really proud of that? So it says, yeah, the monarchy costs us £345 million a year and the rest. Enough to pay for 13,000 NHS nurses. And yet we've got people who are lionizing these, these, well, the royal family. And at the same time, calling like medical staff like vile scumbags. Kelvin McKenzie, ex-editor of The Sun, did this. Absolutely madness. And people like go along and clap along to this crap. <clears throat> Another issue I've got. Um, from the Independent today, anger mounts over Camilla Lunch, attended by Jeremy Clarkson and Piers Morgan. Um, Jeremy Clarkson and Piers Morgan obviously being one of the main protagonists in the bullying campaign waged against, um, I don't even want to quote, Megan, Megan Markle. I don't even know what their bloody names are these days. And I tell you what, it comes to something if I'm even tacitly supporting members of the royal family, which is what they are. But the top and bottom of it is, what's happening to Prince William and Megan is a disgrace and it just shows how the establishment will round on people um should it should people ever stand out against it or challenge it which is exactly what's happened here and at, at the end of the day you've got to respect the lad for standing up for his wife and anybody who wouldn't do such a thing like that well they're not really people are they but look at the response that's occurred and it's those people themselves who um are being victimized even after she's she said that she felt suicidal, and that was a while ago. These people are wrongins, totally not scumbags. And the people who are wrapped around them, the Nicholas Witchells, and I mean, there's this whole new generation of like so-called professional royalists. They all need to get in the bin. I mean, they, they'll talk about mental health, and they'll talk about, oh, this is the thing that the Prince's Trust has done for this. But what's going on within that family and being publicly played out? is utterly disgusting, but also a great time to be a Republican because if it isn't showing how um, absolutely dark and dodgy they are at this point, I don't know what is. Take some of your comments before I want to just mention a little thing at the end. Um, right, Joanne is saying, I thought he didn't want a big affair. Oh, sorry, you already had that. Who's had the affairs? They seem to be all at it. <laughs> Jacqueline's in. Hello, mate. Afternoon, John, everybody. He's trending on Twitter under the not, hashtag NotMyKing seems apt. The monarchy should have been abolished centuries ago. Utterly agree. Couldn't agree with you more. Um, we absolutely need to get rid of this thing. And the fact that money is being spent on this right now is terrible. Bob's saying you don't sound good, as in full of cold. Um, I'm trying to get rid of the black lung. To be honest, Bob, um, I don't think I'm fully well. And as I said, there was damp in the house we were in before this. This is why we've moved to um, Spartan Quarters just before Christmas, because um, it's not just me. It's obviously like the rest of my family and also my a couple of my dogs are really quite old and would like them to get through this winter. So um, we were moved, but also for myself. Seriously, I walked, walked on the dogs this morning and I was coughing all kinds of, but it's getting better. I've had a sleep, I'm breathing drier air, and we've got really reliable heat, heating now. So um, it might be a smaller place, but it's only for a month or so, and we'll be back into a better house after this. So you'll just have to cope seeing us with Spartan quarters in the background of the next place. But uh, thanks for your concern, mate, and thanks for letting us know how I sound because. <laughs> Um, I'm not really quite sure, but 
one of my nostrils is unblocked and part of my throat. So I really think uh, if you're in moldy environments and you can get out, just get out because I was feeling terrible, really bad. Speaking of like uh, health and whatever, there's one thing I just wanted to mention. And in previous years, it's never needed to be mentioned. Um, this is from the BBC. And yeah, I mean, it's in the reader view, but trust us, it's from the BBC. Uh, flu and COVID, people told to stay home for Christmas if unwell, which obviously should go without saying, but people I acknowledge completely are in this mentality of this is the first Christmas we've had without restrictions and I'm going to make the most of it and all that. I understand that entirely and you should, but you should, what you shouldn't be doing is thinking living with COVID or whatever like meme the government has put out to like shut down any conversation about this kind of stuff. Um, debars you from catching it or spreading it to vulnerable people within your family because it just doesn't. So anyway, it goes on. People have been urged to avoid mixing with vulnerable relatives if they feel unwell this Christmas. And that's what it is, self-regulation. If you do feel unwell, don't do it, man. Um, UK Health Security Agency warned flu and COVID hospital admission rates were continuing to rise. Health officials also encouraged everyone eligible for the vaccines to have them as soon as possible. The warning comes as people across the UK prepare for the most open festive period since the start of the coronavirus pandemic restrictions. Parts of the UK were forced into lockdown over the Christmas period in 2020 and a wave of COVID infections meant hundreds of thousands of people were forced to isolate on Christmas Day in 2021. Now, nobody's being forced to do anything other than what they choose to now. But things like COVID didn't go away. And there was no like mitigations put in place or mandated by the government in the sense of um, like better filtration in public buildings or any anything that, that I'm aware of. It's all got to come from us. And I appreciate that people want to spend time with the people at Christmas. But I also appreciate the fact that like vulnerable people aren't really going to have that choice, I guess. And it's got to come down to us looking after our people. So just difficult conversations need to be had internally as well as with other people. Um, yeah, just it's something that I wanted to mention and it's something that I think is really important. Just scroll down this article and we'll talk about hospital admissions from here. Um, <clears throat> just bear with us. <sighs> Health officials have said those with signs of respiratory illness should avoid mixing during the festive season, particularly with vulnerable people. Both COVID-19 and flu can cause severe illness or even death for the, those most vulnerable in our communities. And so it is also important to avoid contact with other people if you're unwell in order to stop infection spreading over the Christmas and New Year period, said Dr. Mary Ramsey of the UK HSA. Overall hospital admission rates for COVID hit 9.56 per 100,000 for the week before 12th of December, up from 6.61 per 100,000 the week before. Hospital admissions for COVID are the highest in the southwest of England, with a rate of 15.21 per 100,000. Meanwhile, both hospital and intensive care admission rates for flu have increased, hitting 42.04 per 100,000 for adults aged 85 and over, up from 25.4 per 100,000 the previous week. The flu surge has been attributed to the end of restrictions and the recent cold snap, which led to more people mixing indoors. That is true. But one of the things that I'm saying very underreported and mainly the reason I wanted to bring this up 
is um, the finding that repeated COVID infections are damaging our T cells, ergo our immune system. And then that's leaving us more open to um, these colds and flus, which are lasting longer and hitting us hard because our immune system is damaged. And um, yeah, welcome to Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, I think this is the part of this Christmas taboo thing as to why this isn't being talked about. And I understand also people don't want to hear it as well. So the media is in this death spiral. They're not going to report um, for the public good quite a lot because they know that people are sick of hearing about this. And I think there's something else going on as well. And I don't quite know what it is yet, but we'll see after this Christmas. Maybe it links into the stuff we're doing about the NHS and... I worry about how the NHS is going to be overwhelmed. So please do look after yourselves. Um, also keep the notifications on. Um, we're still going to be coming on and off over Christmas. There is no shutter. That bit has been pulled out down with Cow Daily. We're just not going to be running daily. Um, I just need to get the website redesigned. It's a big thing I want to do before the new year, which I haven't had a chance to do running daily and also just have um a little rest as well and hopefully get better and not have this dodgy old throat going on so please do comment rate and subscribe in all the places that you do um thank you for all your support it was really nice to see we're flying back up the charts again after the, a break it shows you're still out there and it's really appreciated man and it's really nice to see uh good people popping up in the comments as well um rob murphy nice to see you brother Hiya, man. Stay warm. Hug. He's a bit of a local legend in Newcastle, Rob. How are you doing? How's the Tanners? Doing all right. Um, what else we got here? Joanne is saying, a friend gave up a ticket to see the cure because the friend she was going with had COVID. The friend still went. I was disgusted, but that's people. Well, this is what I mean. It's like, I, I personally speaking, I really can't afford to get ill again like that. So I'm taking precautions myself. Um, FFP2 masks, sanitizing, social distancing, all the things we know to do and all the things I know people don't want to hear, but this is what it is, man. Like, reality don't change just because the government put down some mission-accomplished banner like George Bush on an aircraft carrier. The, the war raged on for many years afterwards. COVID is still real. And the complicating factors now of, like, these heavy flus and colds, which... As you saw, the hospital admission rate for 85 years old and over is, exceeds uh, the COVID rate. So, yeah, man, just look after yourselves is what I'm saying, and we'll be about over Christmas. And um, especially to people who might be lonely and whatever, look, me messages are always open, and I understand what it's like when the Christmas shutter comes down for a lot of people. It's kind of like you, you really feel alone, and I don't want you to. So we will be about pop up in the comments on the lives and get involved. And it's one of the reasons I'm doing this still. I've spent lonely Christmases and I understand, you know, um, sometimes we have a choice, sometimes we don't have a choice. But uh, we will be around to provide some level of continuity, just not every day. And as I say, if you're having a, having a bad and just send us a message, I might not get back to you straight away, but I will get back to you. Um, just know that there's people out here and the messages are open. Much love to you all. Um, just a relatively short one today. I just want to pop up um, working through all the Cowflix stuff as well. So there'll be plenty of entertainment for patrons over the Christmas. Um, for people who don't know what that is, um, it's interviews that I did during the time I was really bad with like post-viral fatigue and long COVID, whatever you want to call it. We're still working it out. 
um sleaford marge jackie weaver um bloody hell there's so many guests that are dead and i'm proud of that body of work i just want to see it come out like because there's been so many false starts so it's going on there for a, as long as it goes on there for on patreon for the people who are directly supporting and it'll be like come out at some point in 2023 um publicly but there's no it'll just be there be there waiting for you i'm really looking forward to you looking at it so all the best merry christmas uh, merry christmas to everybody out there and i'll see you over the christmas too so take it easy and love to you all as ever bye bye